Welcome to It Just Makes Sense, a podcast by two easily distracted, higher educated former lovers that explores all the unpopular opinions, conspiracy theories, and cult leaders that make you want to scream, It, it just, just Makes, makes sense. sense. I'm Sam Smith. And I'm Jeff Seifert. And this week, I'm back. <laughs> <laughs> I'm so glad that's hilarious to you. I was so verklempt with joy, I couldn't, I couldn't get the words out. No, I went to talk and I... Choke. That happens to me so often. Really? It's so weird. Like I just randomly choke on like <laughs> saliva running down the back of my throat. Ew. I don't know why. It's COVID. so <laughs> COVID. After you just got Long-term off that COVID. After you just got off that fucking petri dish. Honestly, I'm probably gonna be sick after recording this. Probably. We're in this closet. <laughs> This broom closet that I'm suffering in. Call the studio. Sweating my tits off. (laughs) (laughs) So anyways, this week we're off to investigate the homicide of a gay couple that leads us into the twisted world of white supremacy. Both are dead? How sad. It's July. Way to really kick off Pride Month, Sam. Pride. It's July 1st, 1999, when Oscar Matson called his son Gary and no one answered the phone. But when the answering machine kicked on, the message that Oscar heard was a little abnormal from what he was expecting. The message said, hi, everybody. This is Gary. Uh, We've came down with something pretty bad, pretty suddenly, and we're going to get back to and we're going to go back to a specialist friend of ours in the Bay Area. We'll see you guys in about a week. Okay, bye. How weird. Who does that? So weird. Now, here's the thing. At first, I was like, wait, that's weird. But if you think about it, like back in the day before anyone had cell phones, sometimes people would do that on their answering machines. Like they would be like, oh, I'm out of town for the week on vacation. I'll be back on Monday. Leave me a message. Or like I'm out fishing for the day. I won't be back till four. Leave me a message. Like I feel like we would change it a lot at my house. Oh. So, because like before cell phones, that's the only way if someone called your house, they would know where you were. I'm not sure we did that at my house, but I guess that makes sense. My mom was really pissed because when me and my sister, when I went to college, I changed the answering machine message to being, hi, you've reached Mayor. It used to be like, you've reached the Calabrese family. I said, you've reached George and Mary Ellen. Amanda and Samantha no longer live here. Please leave a message. And my mom got very upset with me. (laughs) (laughs) Why did you do that? Why not? (laughs) (laughs) Poor Mary why Ellen. Not. Poor. She was like, "Why did you do that?" <laughs> um. <laughs> so. Oh yeah, and then but like, then I was thinking also at the same time, like that kind of literally tells robbers when you're going to be out. Yeah. Like, you know what I mean? If someone calls and it's like, "Oh, they're out of town on for three weeks." For three weeks. Two weeks like, yeah, yeah. Well, so, anyways, I digress. For Oscar, this was a bizarre message, mostly because. It wasn't Gary's voice. Oh. Okay, so that's even Even more weird. So at this point, Oscar was very concerned. So they had family members drive out to Gary's home, and they called out for him loudly, and no one answered. So they eventually got themselves into the house, and that's when they saw a foot sticking out of the bed. (gasps) Gary and his partner, Winfield Motter. I love that name. What a name had been shot in their loft bed with a 22 caliber pistol. The trail of empty cartridge cases and location of blood splatter showed investigators where the shooter had stood. The shooter started at the door of the room, 
The victims must have started to get up to go towards him, but the shooter entered further into the room to finish them off. It was an overkill with each of them shot multiple times. Oh. The killer then recorded a new message on the answering machine with that weird message saying that they were away on a trip. The autopsy reveals that they had been murdered between midnight and 4 a.m. Whitfield's car and Gary's credit card and driver's license were missing from the home. Gary's family didn't believe that the murder was a random act. They believed that this was a hate crime. Both men were very active in the LGBTQIA community and activists. They had lived together for 16 years and owned a landscaping and a nursery business. The family didn't believe that they had any known enemies, and they were both friendly and non-combative. What do you think? What do I think what? That it, do you think it was a hate crime or just random? Uh, the amount of bullets, it's, it seems like a hate crime to me. Yeah. You know, and both of them were dead? Yeah. Right. Definitely sounds like a hate crime. Yeah. So police then found Winfield's car on a deserted road 100 miles away. Gary's driver's license and credit card were not inside. So they went to the credit card company and asked for the financial statements. And that's when they found a surprise. What? The card had been used after Gary's murder to purchase some gun-related equipment, almost $2,000 in ammunition. Oh. And this purchase was just hours after the murders. The person who made the purchase had requested that it be delivered to a P.O. box in the city. Dummy. Why are they such morons? You use the person you killed, credit cards, and then you have product delivered somewhere? What an idiot. What idiot? So they can't stake that out to see what's delivered there or who goes to pick it up? Right. So investigators set up surveillance outside the P.O. box. Sure enough. They saw two men carrying boxes out to the car. They were identified as 32-year-old Matthew Williams and his 29-year-old brother, Tyler. Inside the car, they found Gary Matson's credit card and driver's license. Shocker. In Williams' home, they found news article clippings about an arson spree that occurred two weeks before Gary and Winfield were murdered. These arsons were three synagogues that had been burned in the same night and that each one hate literature littered the crime scene. Okay. Police found similar similar literature in the boys' home. Anti-Semitic literature, racist literature, white supremacist, you name it, they have it. Oh, the killer's home. Mm-hmm. Got it. Gas chromatology? Never heard of it, but whatever. No Was idea. able to identify the accelerant used in the arsons. And the boy's possession was a book on arsenic, which recommended the same accelerant. And a second book on the best times to do breaking and entering. Ah. The book recommended doing so between 2 and 4 a.m. This is when all the arsons occurred. And a third book recommending if you commit an arson to wear overalls, which they found the pairs recommended in the boy's closet. Seriously? It's like they literally have everything. everything. Literally, my next line is like, who was finding these books and why are they just living out in the open? And. And who is writing those books? But, that's what I always think sometimes about, like, when people are like, oh, they read a book on how to create, like, what's that thing you put over people's face? Chloroform. Like, how, who's writing these books? Right. But there's a book for everything. Yeah. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. And then I was like, where do you, and then I started to spiral, because I have some notes on this. Like, where do you buy these books? But then, like, they're going to trace it back to you if you order it online. So then do you go to like a used bookstore and hope to find the information yeah. and pay for it in cash? How do you know they're going to have the book? 
Good you know, because you don't have a digital trail in your search engine. Can't go to the library because they'll track it on your on your little card. Well, they probably I mean, seeing that this was 1999, they probably didn't have as much like yeah, worry about that. True. It's not like now. Right. You know, it's like, ugh. but they found nothing in the witnesses homes to tie them to the murders, but they found other forensic evidence. So they started with Williams' car first, and they found glass in the car, the same glass that came from the home of Gary Matson. Okay. And the trunk of the car was two black crowbars. One had green paint embedded in it. Would the police be able to tie the Williams to not only the arsons, but also the murders of Gary and Winfield? Oh, they think they set the fires, too. Yes. Oh. I mean, I feel like they have enough right now, it- but... It's definitely a lot of circumstantial evidence. Strong circumstantial Especially, like, evidence. they have the license and the credit card. Yeah. Like, I guess they could say they found it, like, on in a dumpster on the side of the road. But, like, I don't know, man. A bit of a stretch. That seems a bit of a stretch. So, initially, the police looked at ex- extremist groups in the area, neo-Nazi groups, skinheads, to see if they were the ones responsible for these arsons. But as all the evidence from the car was sent to... Cr- criminalist Faye Springer, they slowly began to, began to type the Williams, tie the Williams to the arsons. The glass in the car was one of the first clues. I didn't know this, but glass varies a lot by how it's made and the materials going into it. Really? So it's very easy to determine where the glass came from, which is like kind of wild. So like each glass can be different. Huh. Right? So Faye was able to compare the glass in the car to the glass in the suspect's vehicle. It was the same, or from the Sussex people. It was the same type of glass and had the same properties. The same glass fragments were found in their overalls and in the crowbars. Oh, okay. So she's kind of like tying it all together. The green paint on the crowbars, where did that come from? Tell me. None of the synagogues had green paint. The only thing they had, um, oh, the only thing that they found later was there was this fire at a medical abortion clinic. Which had burned the day after Gary and Winfield's murder. Sitting a little too it close had to home. green trim along their door, and it was an exact match. Um. And they got lucky with some other evidence. Not all of the firebombs in the synagogues ignited. The surviving firebombs were plastic containers with flammable liquid with homemade wicks made of cloth. What was weird is in the cloth were dog hair, cat hair, and even chicken feathers. Really? When they went to the Williams home, Faye knew that she had something. She saw bird cages and was like, "Well, let's look at this." Were they chickens in the bird cages? Mm-hmm. And the Williams also had three dogs, so they took samples from the chickens, hair from the Williams dogs and cats, and they were all exact matches. They I'm why did idiot. why didn't they just turn like, themselves in? That's what I mean. <laughs> what take the credit? Dummy. And the chemical makeup of blue paint from their farmhouse matched the same chemical makeup of the blue paint blue paint found on the fire bombs. With the synagogue and abortion clinic arson solved, there were still some questions left to be answered. Did they kill Gary and Winfield? Did they? Was there enough forensic evidence to prove it? Was there? So the detectives searched a small cottage behind the Williams brothers' parents' home and found guns and a book on how to make a homemade silencer. A twenty-two caliber pistol in their possession had the same homemade silencer. It had some duct tape on the end of it and a small hole at the end of the other cartridge. That's all it takes to make a silencer is like some duct tape? I mean, I always saw like pop bottles on TV. Really? Yeah, shoot through like a Pepsi bottle. Huh. Two liter. 
Really? Like the plastic ones? Yeah. I mean, I don't know if it really works. But... Yeah. So when the gun is fired, the expel cartridges, and I don't know guns, so like don't come for me, is almost similar to a fingerprint. So they say like when you fire a gun, like the cartridges that come out of it. Oh, like the shell case? Yes. They like match. Like the gun leaves behind marks on the cartridges that wouldn't come from any other gun. Striations, as they call them. Oh, my God. What are you in the NRA? No, I just watch a lot of crime. <laughs> a lot of crime TV. Olivia Benson. The stri- striations match the striations from oh. the bullets. So they shot off the gun that they found in the Williams cottage. And lo and behold. Match. Matched it to the ones found at the scene. Got them. Direct match. Finally, the DNA testing of the blood at the scene confirmed that the blood was Winfield Matters along um. the gun. Prosecutors believe the Williams brothers targeted the couple because they were gay. Matthew Williams knew Winfield Motter because they worked together at the local farmer's market. What a dick. What a dick. In the a brothers, gay sanctuary like a farmer's market. The brothers were also highly influenced by groups who had contempt for gays, Jews, blacks, abortion, and abortion rights. So white supremacy. On September 8th, 2001, the Williams brothers pled guilty to arson. While awaiting trial, Matthew Williams committed suicide. Ugh. I hate these stupid fuckers. Losers. Just commit suicide. Take the easy way out. And But Gary's father said, fine with me. Fine what? with me. Well. Other than I wish he had to stand up in court and see the, see the, and the world had to see the horrible villain that he was. Tyler pled guilty to arson and first-degree murder and was sentenced to life in prison. Every year on the anniversary of the couple's death, there's a celebration of their life and the LGBT community in their town. That's good. It's the story of the murder of Gary and Winfield Motter. That's it? That's it. (laughs) Well, that was a quick one. It was a quick one. I thought it was pretty good, though. I mean, it's an interesting story. It's an interesting story. It's a good thing we got a lot of tea to talk about I on chit chat. On chit chat, so we'll just dive right into chit chat from here, folks. Make it one long episode. Two for one deal. Two for one deal. What did you think, though? Did you like? I I thought right away once they started talking about the arsons at the synagogues that it was tied into that that it was going to be the same person. I don't know. I mean. Once they said it was a hate crime, and then yeah. like, there's been arsons at synagogues. Yeah, but I guess just because you hate gays doesn't mean you hate Jews. Yeah, true. But I guess, I guess, I mean. So can I tell you, when yeah. I was on my cruise, I talked about it in chit chat, but there's a gay couple who got engaged. There was like four, uh, like two older white couples on the deck that were just like staring and like not clapping, <gasps> not smiling, whatever. So you know me, I just keep screaming, love is love, love is love, <laughs> and like clapping and dancing around I them and like it. staring straight in their eyes. It's like, get out of here. It is 2022. We will get into that. Ugh. Well, good for you. Yeah. Well, guys, thanks for coming on this abbreviated <laughs> true crime ride and uh, we'll catch you up on chit chat in just a few minutes i'll come back next week with a really great case we'll be back bye Bye. welcome to it just makes sense chit chat a second podcast by two easily distracted higher educated former lovers that explores all the reasons that jeff's still single and gay i probably will always be and all the reasons Sam loves gay man, <laughs> bravo, and Venice. I'm 
back, bitches. Yeah, she is. Back, 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 back it up. Back, 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 back it again. I feel like you've been fucking gone forever. I know. I'm sorry. I mean, it's been over two weeks. This is the longest I've gone without seeing you in a long time. Yeah, because we see each other once a week. Sometimes twice. Yeah. I mean, at least, I just mean like at least once a week because of the podcast. Yeah. Oh my gosh. Let me tell you, I did get revulsively seasick the first day. You did? Bad. Because I didn't have my C-bands on. It's the only thing that saved me. I took Dramamine. Okay. It didn't really do much. And so I had C-bands, but I couldn't find them in my bag. But then I found them. And they're like the acupuncture bands. I was fine then. From really? that second I put them on. How do you feel now? I feel fine. Like you said how you felt swaying. I don't feel that way. I didn't get sick on the boat. I oh, got really? sick after. Yeah, no. Yeah. I've been fine. Weird. Well, that's yeah. good. Congratulations. Thank you. you look- Would I ever do a cruise again? No. <gasps> really? Damn I it, I, I just <laughs> lost 20 bucks. Believe and I bet. I said she's going to love it. I liked it. I think I like all-inclusives better. Like my Same. favorite days when, when we were on the beach. Just like, um, chill, like you and I mean. Yeah. And then it's like, oh, get back on the boat. What did you like? Because there were so many people around. I think I just liked that I couldn't go places. Like I like I couldn't just go to the beach or go to a different restaurant. or go. Like I had to only stick to like three decks. Like you and I mean, there wasn't like, I don't know enough space yeah you felt confined yeah got it and like you couldn't just like walk around like i can't explain it you know what i mean i just liked i like it in all inclusives you can like walk places and like do different things i feel like Agreed. on a boat you can't i feel like you're just kind of trapped yeah because you are so i was like meh i mean it's all the same things offered at an all-inclusive but i just feel like i'm not stuck like you know what i mean mm-hmm. yeah completely agree yeah so our cruise director's name was Cam, cruise director Cam. Really? So and he was so cute. And every time okay. he would say, probably <laughs> really cute African American guy. And every time we would say, um, we would see him, he would go, "Hey Cam." That's what he would say. You have to do. And then he'd go, "Ciao for now." Was he really American? No, he was black. Oh, okay. Yeah, he was American. I think he was from like Pittsburgh. Or something. Oh, I was just wondering because yeah. like. Usually on cruise ships, you don't see yeah, too many American I think workers. he was like the only one. Interesting. Okay. <laughs> so it was really fun. I say um, usually like I've been on a million. I've been I on know, one. one, right? <laughs> uh, like I think I would do an Alaskan cruise because it's like the best way I think to see Alaska. Yeah. But I don't think that I would do like another Caribbean cruise. Mediterranean? Or like a Mediterranean. Maybe a Mediterranean because mm. I think you get off dock more. Like at one point, like at Freeport, we well. I'll explain that. It's not good. But it was like from seven to one and yeah. you're back on the boat. Like it's, they're not long periods of time. I think with Mediterranean cruises, it's more so you just sleep and then oh, you're get pretty out much during the up. Day. Yeah. Hmm. Interesting. So the first night, let me tell you this story. I'm ready. I'm living for this. I've been waiting. Uh, so we were like in a room, me and my friend Mike, that were like inside. So we didn't have like a deck, no windows, nothing. Oh, interior room? Interior mm-hmm. room. So when it's dark, it's fucking dark. Pitch black. You have pitch, no idea. Pitch black, yeah. right? Yeah. So it's like 3 a.m. And I'm like, oh, I have to pee. So I'm like, it's fine. I can make it to the bathroom. No worries. So what I do you get mean, in- make it to the bathroom. They're tiny ass rooms. I can't room. see anything though. Oh, and like got suitcases, it. like I'm just trying to maneuver in. Got it. So I get into the bathroom because I don't want to turn a light on and like wake Mike up. And my cell phone it was on the other side of the room because we only have one outlet. Did so you have like, two beds or one? One king size. King size. So I get up and I get to the bathroom and I'm like, okay, once I'm in Zyla's, close the door and turn on the light. The light switch on the outside of the room. So now I close the door to the bathroom. 
I can't, I, I don't know what's on the outside. I'm feeling the wall. Jeff, I'm like, <laughs> what the fuck? I'm like crawling around trying to find it. Trying to figure it out. Can't find the light switch. So I'm like, okay, fine. I'll just open the door. I can't find the door. I can't find the doorknob. I can't get out. I'm pushing. I'm like hitting the walls. I'm crawling around trying to find it. Cannot find it. I finally have to call for Mike. Shut up. And he goes, what's wrong? I said, I'm locked in the bathroom. He had to open the door. When he found me, I thought I was in front of the door. I'm standing in the shower with my back to him, clawing at the door. What I thought was the door. Could you? And I wasn't even drunk. Could you imagine? That's so funny. He was like, "You didn't go to the bathroom when with the lights on before? Like this was the not first night. First night. I don't know. I just was like very. I don't know. I couldn't figure it out. So then he, we were like, "We'll just leave the light on in the bathroom." How <laughs> funny. That's so funny. I was like, I cannot. Um, okay, so then another highlight of the crew. Tell me. We saw a gay couple get engaged. <gasps> oh. But like, it was so fucking funny because I guess he was like talking about it on the Facebook group. Like before, there's like a cruise Facebook group. So okay. you can like ask questions or get yeah. to know people. There's I guess there was like a swinger too, on it. Yeah. And there was like all this drama around that. But I wasn't part of that. So he was posting like, I'm going to propose to my partner. Blah, blah, blah. This is what I'm thinking I want to do. He clearly wanted it to be like a production. Right. Like he wanted it with everybody. Imagine that. Dramatic gay guy. But then he goes to propose and he's like, he stops in the middle and goes, wait, wait, wait. Pulls out his phone and was like, can someone record this? Uh, so then someone grabs his phone and starts recording. He's about to get down and was at one knee and like pulled the ring. Now his partner's like crying, like in the moment. He goes, he stops and turns to the instructor and goes, where's the photographer? Like it just was like so so scripted. Yeah, like he was trying to make a huge production. Yeah. So then afterwards, the next day, we're sitting with them, we're drinking all the stuff, and you um, you hung out with them. Yeah, for a bit on the last day of the cruise, but like we would see them and say hi and stuff like that. So then the last day, um, the one guy Michael who had proposed went to go get a drink, and we're talking to his partner, and I was like, "Were you surprised?" And I was kind of like, "We all knew. We saw the Facebook group." He's like, "So did I." He goes, "What I'm an a part idiot!" Of the same Facebook group. That's what I was thinking. Like he what? like. <laughs> Like he knew it was coming, so yeah. he just faked it. Right. How oh, funny. Yeah. They were together for 19 years. Wow. Isn't that crazy? So they were what? Probably in their 40s, maybe? Maybe a little bit older. No, oh. like in their 40s. Yeah. Oh, okay. Yeah. yeah. Um, cute. I know. It was really cute. So that was fun. Um, workout, workout. I saw your workout video before we recorded. Workout, workout. We'll put that in the Facebook group. My favorite thing <laughs> I think I did was the surfing simulation. It yeah. was really fun. It was so hard. So wait, you went to the Bahamas? We went to Turks and Caicos. Okay. And then we went to Half Moon K, which I think is in the Bahamas. Yeah. And then we went to Freeport. And which oh, is, two stops in the Bahamas? Yeah. Oh, okay. Um, Freeport was so fucking sad. Why? Because I guess, so when we were there, there was another couple in the van on the way to Freeport. And they were like, this is so sad. It's nothing like it used to be. I guess there was a huge hurricane about like a year before COVID that just like, destroyed freeport and uh, then because of covid there hasn't been any tourism to like build it up yeah so like well first before we even went out i don't remember this guy's name we called him red tie guy he was like one of our friends on the cruise and he was we were like oh yeah well we have to go to bed early because we're going into freeport tomorrow and we have to be off at 7 a.m and he was like oh so this is your first cruise and i'm like why and he goes no one goes to freeport and i was like what and then one of the workers kind of said something at the comedy show the night before like oh like 
don't worry about going into Freeport. Because I was like, what's really? going on? So then we get off and it's just like desolate, like nothing crazy. We took a $15 cab into like the shopping center and it was just like empty like buildings with like CVS uh. things and like one thing and then like a one woman working like a shop and another. Like it, we were back on board by 11. Wow. Like, I felt really bad. But you just feel bad because when you're driving through it, you can just see, like... It's just dried. Yeah. Oh, that's too bad. I know. But I was like, why do they stop here? But they probably stop here because they need the fucking tourism. Yeah. Like, you know what I mean? So all I bought there was a bottle of booze. Snuck it back on the boat. Sweet. <laughs> Sweet. How'd you sneak it back in? Your snatch? We put it in our water bottles. We just emptied it and put it in the water bottle. Oh, okay. Um, It was very easy to sneak booze on and off this cruise. Um, But when we were in the liquor store, Bridget's like, I mean, I'm sure people do this all the time. And the woman goes, I mean, they don't open the liquor in our store and pour it out, but. (laughs) (laughs) She called you trash. Yeah. But they're like, you do you. Why not? (laughs) Because I was like, can I open this here? They're like, you can. And there, like, you can smoke in the streets, drink in the streets. Like, you can open it anywhere. I'm like, okay. (laughs) Um, we did everything. Sang karaoke, went to the comedy shows, went to the Broadway shows. We played board games. I played shuffleboard, dance competitions. Like we had a full day. I knew you would do everything. Yes, you were all every single day. I had like twenty seven thousand steps. I knew on a cruise. I knew you would do all of the activities. That's why I thought you would kind of like it because you are all about that activities. Yeah, yeah. I loved it. Good. So yeah, it was fun. Was there a casino on board? There was. But did I didn't you gamble? Really play. No. no, I did like the first night. Well, I did play blackjack. Lost a hundred dollars and said I'm never <gasps> going back to this casino again. Oh my god! I know. Bridget was it played... a machine or a table? Table. Oh, okay. And then Bridget played like some one of the girls we were with. Oh, I every night at dinner there was a rare exotic meat to try. Ooh. I did it every night. No one else would do it. What'd you have? I had wild boar one night. Nice. Fat it was up. good. Um, I had alligator. I had it. Good. Nice. Um, frog's legs, oh, had it. really had it. good. And then the other one was escargot. Had that before. Love it. I don't think I've ever had it. it. I've oh, never had escargot. It's my fave. Really? Yeah. So, and then like the second night, because like we were all kind of new to cruising. Like me, Tiff, and Mike had never been on a cruise. Bridget had, but yeah. only one other one before. So like we were still kind of nervous to like ask for more things in the dining room. Like we just would order like appetizer dinner. And I would always say no dessert. You literally could eat every single item on the menu. Right, right. If you but wanted. it was like yeah. weird. So the first the, or the second night, Bridget's like, actually, can I also get like this soup? And our our waiter didn't really speak much to us. Usually the other waiters are yeah. like super nice. He just goes, why not? So then someone else was like, oh, and I think I want to add dessert. And he goes, why not? So the rest of the trip, anytime someone was like, do you think we should? I'm like, why not? <laughs> want to order Bloody Mary breakfast? Why not? Yeah. You want to play board games? Why not? <laughs> The whole time. I was just Good like, why one. not? Thank you. What was your favorite part? One of our cruise members had some fun in the steam room <gasps> with another cruise member. <gasps> what? I said it was going to be talked about on the pod, so I was given permission. Well, good for... They met each other in the steam room and then moved to the shower. Wow. I know. Craziness, right? I met a sugar daddy. I wouldn't really call him a sugar daddy. He just gave me a free drink off his drink package. But (laughs) (laughs) he was a twin. Oh, really? And then Tiffany flirted with his brother. 
I always say I got the hot one. They were like, okay, they told us they were 46. I LOL'd out loud in his face because I was like, no. <laughs> Easily in his 60s. Easily. Really? Or a hard 46. <laughs> his name was Philip. He's from Dover, Delaware. When he told me he was from Dover, Delaware, I said, do you know Cal Lowry? And he said, who? And I said, from Teen Mom. She lives in Dover, Delaware. Why didn't you ask him if he knew he Joe goes, Biden? Oh. Right. He goes, no. And then I said, she says there's nothing to do there. <laughs> and he goes, mm, yeah. <laughs> Fair. And then so they were like older, whatever. Bobby Frozen Margarita, thank you so much. Bridget comes over. Again, I'm a little intoxicated. I just sang karaoke, having a great time. Bridget comes over and goes, okay, we have to go to the comedy show. And I think these guys like started to walk with us. And we're just like, oh, we're meeting that friend, Jen and Sarah. And I'm so dumb. I'm like, who? She's like, Jen and Sarah, we told them we meet them at the comedy show. And I'm like, what friends? Who are you talking about? And then she's like, Jen and Sarah. And I was like, oh, right, right. We got to go. Of course you did. Of course it went right over your head. That's Hell? hysterical. We have friends? How funny. So it was a fun. It was a really good time. Good. Yeah. I'm glad you enjoyed it. I know. What did you do while I was gone? So much. Other than record a podcast with a shitty sound. Oh, I know. <laughs> I'm so sorry. We just figured out why it was so bad. Yikes. It'll never happen Yikes. again. Maggie, if you gave us another chance, please <laughs> continue to listen. Don't, we don't want to lose followers. Don't blame Abby. Sam sabotaged us Abby before she left. Just kidding. Her stories were super. The farmer stories were good. Oh, yeah. Um. So I went on a very shitty date. <gasps> Tell me everything oh so tell me everything okay so met this tenderoni right okay so last sunday you were actually back by no it was the day you came back okay yeah so we went to seven. so i was looking for somewhere casual to go we went to thin man tapo yeah yeah, yeah. my Channel. faves yeah yeah super cash yeah i thought i was like i know there were games there if it gets a little boring yeah. you walk they're over so there. fast to a service you yes. can like in and out in and out in and that's why i love it there so I get there I'm a few minutes early, which I liked yeah. because I could watch the end of the golf tournament, right. had a little bet on it, and I won. So I was excited about that, right? Yeah. So the guy gets there. Oh, God. Okay? He's in a sweatsuit, head to toe sweatsuit. And I know it's casual, but I'm like, mm, maybe a pair of jeans, maybe a Like jeans. a track suit or like a sweat? No, a sweatsuit. Sweat the- sweatsuit. In shape? I would say he was kind of a real body type to mine. He was okay. a little taller. Okay. But, I mean, he wasn't ripped, but he wasn't right. okay. super big or anything. He's like my like yeah. me. And uh, so he walks in. I'm like, okay, it's a Calvin Klein. It's all black, and it says Calvin Klein across the chest. Okay. I immediately judge him. Yeah, I'm like, 100%. I don't know if you're trying to pretend like you have money, but rich people don't wear Calvin Klein. I don't, I don't, I don't know. I just thought it was bizarre yeah. to wear that. But anyways, right. so I had been sitting there. And he sits down, you know, you like, they don't have servers there anymore. Right, correct. And I didn't know that because the last oh, time I was like there was pre-COVID. Yeah. <clears throat> so um, we decided what we were going to have. And I was like, oh, I'll go order it. So I went to the bar, ordered our two drinks, lemonade and a Diet Coke, Sober Sally's. Oh, he doesn't drink? Uh, he said he didn't drink a lot. Oh, okay. And um, I asked, I was like, I don't care what you do yeah, if you right. want to be my Whatever. guest. And then I went order the food and paid and tipped. No big deal. Okay. Not right off the jump. I didn't care. Right. So whatever. The food comes out in the blink of the fucking eye. It's like, so fast I was there. Like, they must have it like already like, like yeah. half cooked or something. Yeah. 
So, food was great. I had the sriracha honey Brussels sprouts. So good, right? So good. Yeah. And anyway, so uh, he orders a whole pizza for himself. And um, I got the plates. Well, the plates were right on the table. Got the silverware for us. Got everything for us, right? (laughs) So I finished eating. I still have like some Brussels sprouts left. So I got up and got myself a box. Yeah. Like we were sitting by the counter, so yeah. he could see that I went to go get it. Right. So I boxed my stuff up. So he's like, "Oh, I'm done with this pizza. I wonder if they'll bring me a box." Uh, okay. Um, I'm like, "What do you want?" I'm like, "I can get it." <laughs> I get up. I get him a box. He puts his pizza in there. So we got the plates all over the dirty dishes. He's like, "Oh, I wonder if we should tip the busser." And I go, "Oh, I tipped when I paid." He's like, "Oh, cool." Not like, let me add something, or nope. let me, let nope. me pay back. Nope. Didn't say a word. How so much they, do I owe you? Nothing. Nothing. Okay. So they, they bust her, comes, whatever. So this entire time, we were there for an hour and a half. A, that's way too fucking long. Yeah. And uh, for a first date, when it's going bad, it's right. way too fucking yeah, long. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And it was fine. He was a nice enough guy. But he literally asked me two questions about myself. He oh, asked yeah. me where I lived and how my golf game was this, this morning. Other than that, he talked for an hour and a half. I'm telling you, nonstop about himself, just like talking so much, so fast. Like about what? Mostly about his job and how interesting it is. <laughs> and I was like, okay, okay. I mean, he did tell us one cool story about um, the SWAT team inv- oh. um, doing a raid on one of the buildings that he managed. But other than that, it really wasn't interesting. Yeah. Um, but he was nice, I guess. Yeah. So we get up to leave. We're standing in front. He gives me a hug goodbye. He said, it was really nice meeting you. Walks away. Doesn't offer to pay anything. Doesn't say thank you. Yeah, that's so wild. I was like, strange. I get back and he sends me a message on Tinder. Oh my God, I'm so embarrassed. I forgot to say thank you. At least he sent that. No, that's fucking weird. At that point, you know that I'm not. You know that I'm not hitting you right. up again. Yeah, like no. why bother? Why bother? Yeah, so it was a dead. Yeah, whatever. Ugh, woof. At least you put yourself out there. You I mean, I'm. You know, I'm trying. You're trying. Trying. You in, are trying. I'm trying in these so, streets. Okay, I read two books while I was on my cruise. On the cruise. Okay, tell me. How did I have time? Someone asked me. So one of the books is called The Fever by Megan Abbott. Two out of five wilds. Really? I'm so Not mad great, huh? I wasted my time reading the whole book. It started off strong. Really? These girls started to like, these girls in high school start to kind of like fall into like a coma or start to have like these weird episodes, like epileptic seizures and like all these different things from this one high school. So they think it's because. That school required all girls before they could start the ninth grade had to get the HPV vaccine. Oh. So they think it's because of this vaccine. But one of the girls that had fallen ill had an allergy to it, so she never received the vaccine. So they're like, okay, it couldn't have been that. Is it environmental? Is it this? Is it that? It was like one girl was pissed off at another one for making out with her boyfriend, so she poisoned her, this one girl, the first girl that fell into this coma. And then the other ones were like psych. Like, psychotic, like, you know how you can, like, you want the attention so yeah. you can have the effects of it? It's like a psychological, that's all it was. Really? I read the whole fucking thing for that. How dumb. It was so dumb. I was so mad. <laughs> then I read this book, The Last Time I Lied by Ry- Riley Sager. 4.5 out of 5. That's really? Wild. That good? It was so 
good. It was really good. So it's about this girl who was at a summer camp. You know, I just love summer camp. You sure do. Was at a summer camp and three, she was in a room with like three other girls that were older than her. She got like stuck in this cabin because she arrived late and then they go missing. The three older girls go missing. Never to be found again. No one can find them. Nothing happens. So she moves on in life. So she's like older. This always had like haunted her. And then um, she gets invited back. And, like, the camp shut down because, like, three girls, like, went missing. Like, you know what I mean? Like, mm-hmm. so they shut the camp down, all this stuff, never to reopen. It was this, like, rich family. So this woman wants to reopen the camp that had opened it originally. She wants, like, reopen it now for to prove people that it's a safe place, all this stuff, and invites this woman back to be a camp counselor. So she goes back because she wants to try to figure out if she can figure out what happened to the girl. Yeah, what happened? And then she figures it out. Really? And it's... A doozy? A doozy. Wow. Well, also while she's there, so she gets put in a cabin with like three younger girls, right? Like she's the camp counselor. They go missing. (gasps) So then they think it's her. Oh, this does sound interesting. Maybe it was. What's it called again? Maybe it wasn't. It's called The Last Time I Lied. Oh, interesting. By Riley Sager. I watched a great movie. Oh my God, what did you watch? Called Operation Hyacinth. Never heard of it. Yeah. I thought you were going to say Operation Dumbo Drop, and I was like, I fucking love that movie. <laughs> Ever see it? No. Okay, continue. Where they have to bring the big the elephant. elephant. Yeah, no. Yeah, but it's the I know guy. What it is. Oh, okay. With the yeah. kid from the Goonies. I fucking love that movie. So this is a Polish movie. And <laughs> already I roll. I mean, I roll already. Anything international, not interested. Not interested. You uncultured swine. <laughs> if I have to if I if I don't understand the language, I'm out. Well, they dub it. Like okay, it's still, in English. continue. So the dubbing is not great, okay? Like I wasn't um, like I feel that would distract me. I feel no, low. It, it it's fine. Like okay. it like syncs up fine with their mouths. But, oh, like it just doesn't. The voices don't seem to fit the characters yeah. in my in my opinion. Yeah. Um. But it it was really good. It's based on a true story. Oh, what is so it Operation Hyacinth was a back in the either I think in the eighties in Poland to um, expose and detain and jail gays oh no and so it's about this um detective that is put on this murder case and they find that it's linked to this like gay brothel yeah where there are these closeted men that are recruiting college students to be a part of this and yada so it's about rooting them all out yeah it is good really it was really good that sounds good yeah like i really i think for me, it's like almost five wilds out of five. The only thing that it's a little predictable with the relationship with the cop. So okay. the, the cop is like the police chief's son and he's yeah. married to this girl or he's getting married to this girl. And it's like he's but then, Right. And he goes yeah. undercover with this the- group. So you can kind of see where yeah. it's leading to. Right. But it's still good. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like there's some violence and like oh. there's some twists where you're like, <gasps> because like, they find like, these tapes of stuff it's good it was really good okay i liked it okay. a lot also we have yet to talk about the best thing we've laid our eyes on since 2000 the real world reunion uh, the real world new orleans reunion y'all huh? i made jeff start watching Wait, it i thought we did talk about it no like, we just started a watching bit? it after we recorded last oh. time and it's been two weeks oh. 
Okay. It's so good. Are you like all the way caught up? I'm through episode four. I'm all the way caught up. Okay. So the last episode I watched is when they were doing the, where they kind of reconcile and I was kind of annoyed by it. When Mercy and what's his name came, her parents. Is that the same one where they go on the, like the alligator thing? Yeah. I think so. So you're not caught up to like the sexual tension between Jamie and Julie? No. Okay. okay, No. So I'm caught up through the, through the, that one where they like all get, like how they're all conky dory. I'm like, how did you go from hating each other the day before? But how how crazy was Julie at the club? so crazy you guys julie gets and danny was wasted wasted. i know but julie gets so wasted yeah and then the next so uh, on the show if you guys don't know new orleans um real world new orleans back in the day david he now goes by tokyo he was kind of like outcasted on the cast he just didn't fit in right now he's like completely different yeah so amazing he's trying to get julie out of the club because she's blacked out i did kind of agree with them a little uh, just a little bit like when they were trying to get them to leave yeah and he like picks her up yeah and they're like very aggressive with them and then i put myself in david's shoes and the rest of the group i probably would have done similar correct i don't think i would have done similar i think i probably would have left yeah i would have left i would have just i've been like okay figure it out bye bye figure it out I think, I, 100%. I, I think I would have just been like, but you want to fucking say this way, like, be my guest. She says that, like, he manhandles her yeah. and, like, all of a sudden. But she, like, literally, like, her bruises, it was she bad. fell out of the car. And she fell she into a fell fucking tree. into a tree. So she's like, I have bruises all over my body. Yeah, bitch, you do. Because you literally, she was throwing up. And then the fact that she was in the hot tub the next day being like, I mean, what more do these people want from me? I'm here to make good TV. I know, I know. I got blacked out drunk, so it'd be good TV. What no, made you it? got blacked out drunk because you wanted to. What made it worse? Was that he stayed with her the whole night while she was puking? I like, uh, I would have been like, Bruh, yeah. Fuck he you. literally slept on the floor next to her bed to make sure she was okay. And then the next day, she's like, "You manhandled me. I hate you." And then she was shocked when he was uncomfortable that he didn't want to live in the same room with you anymore. Ah, uh, bitch. bitch! You got you guys have to watch this. It's, it's the good. best. It's Melissa so good. Is Melissa's, pure gold. She needs pure a show. Gold. Uh And why didn't it bougie ass what's her face go on the swamp cruise? That bugged me. Oh yeah, Scott Foley's wife Where or whatever. Busy, busy being entitled uh, bitch. I mean, she's just boring. Yeah, she she was boring on their season of Real World. Why like, why invite she her back? Just boring. I know Melissa makes the whole show. No, without Melissa. Oh, and how about Danny's boyfriend uh, showing up like he just walked off the set of Boogie Nights. <laughs> <laughs> Like the gold chain, the chest hair. Like I was like, when when Danny makes that joke, I was like, it's so true. He looked ridiculous. I'm sorry. Like, I felt so bad. I guess I didn't realize how long they were together after the show, oh. and like that they had to like cheater, literally cheater, pumpkin eater. What? He cheated. That's why they broke up. Oh, yeah. But I'm just saying, like they had to literally act like they didn't know each oh, other I on know. the sidewalk in the supermarket because like he could have been killed he yeah. could have been like arrested he could have been killed because he was in the navy yeah the navy yeah uh, if he was Air... he was special ops something one of the branches of the military they, yeah like people died back yeah. then be- for being gay it's in the like military. clinton oh. so anyways highly recommend five so out of five good. that's why especially if you wa- if you watch the original if you're in yes. our age gra- gap age it's bracket so good it is well worth tuning yes. in to also, Paramount I started, Plus. yeah, Paramount Plus. I started watching Love on the Spectrum US. Yeah. Good. 
It's so good. Really? It's so wholesome. I want to cry every episode. It's so good. Cameron even loves it. Did you... Uh, you probably aren't a Saturday Night Live person. No, but I didn't watch any of the... I watched, you? I watched the season finale because it was Kate McKinnon's yeah. last episode, Pete Davidson yeah. and A.D. Bryant. I don't care about Pete, Pete Davidson. How uh, is Kate McKinnon? I think... I mean, he is funny. He is funny in certain things. Like, he... Like, his big line was, I know most of you are turning in just to see if I'll mention Kanye. So, like, yeah, like, it was funny, but I had seen his clip so many times before I actually watched the episode that it didn't really make me laugh. Yeah. But she was hysterical. Oh, really? I, I don't know if you remember. It was, like, the character... Uh, I was, I'm not a religious watcher. Yeah, it. I watch it like tune in and out. If I, if I used host. to be a religious watcher when like Will Ferrell was on it, Sherry O'Terry, like okay. all of them. I watched it a lot. When so she did the character where she's the like the redneck that's like abducted by aliens, <laughs> and it's it was re- it was really I was la- side splitting laughing yeah. at the end of it. It was really funny, and so the way she's that so good. the way that she leaves the show is that she goes up into the alien space station and doesn't come back down. <laughs> like they need a volunteer to go yeah. up to Mars with them or wherever. It was really funny. It, it's worth watching. Yeah, I okay. think I really liked it. I didn't. I not think. Yeah. I did, like, did you watch the Kravis wedding? The who? Kravis, Courtney and Travis. No. Oh, they got married this weekend. Courtney and Travis who? Courtney Kardashian. Yeah, and Travis Barker. I don't like the Kardashians. Uh, well, I wasn't into her dress, but I really liked Courtney or Chloe's. I have to say that I feel like Kim was unfairly roasted for wearing that Marilyn Monroe dress, even though it didn't fit. I thought she looked good in it. I just didn't really like it. I thought it was kind of boring. I get it's Marilyn it Monroe's boring. dress, but it's like, It's meh. just a white dress. I know. It's like, meh. Yeah. It didn't fit the theme. No one wore anything to fit I the know. theme. Why are you coming? I know. Get out of here. Did you hear about all, all of the true crime news? No. Am I true it. crime? It's not really true crime. It's like crime, but not like <laughs> murder. <laughs> the Red Power Ranger was arrested. <gasps> COVID. Wait, wait. Before we continue, I can't believe I didn't mention this at the top of the hour. I have breaking horrible news. What? Ray Liotta died. Oh, sad. Karina, Karina, if Whoopi Goldberg does not throw her body on top of his casket, <laughs> I I forgot done. about that movie. That is such done. a good movie. It's the best movie. He's in it a lot. Has he and Percy? Yeah, that's a good movie. Uh, so sad. Only 67. I know. Apparently died in his sleep. That's what they say. Okay. Drugs? On vacation in like a he Puerto was, Rican... No, he... Okay, ma'am. <laughs> he was on set shooting a movie in the Dominican. <laughs> nice try. I, all I heard was like hotel room in wherever. And I'm like, he was on vacation. We're definitely doing drugs. <laughs> no, he was shooting a movie. Wait, well, if you were on the cruise, this guy comes up to us at the beach. He looked like he worked there, but he clearly did it. And he was like, oh, hey, party people. You guys want some party favors? And like. You're like, yeah, like, streamers. No, I, was like, I was like, no, we're good. And like Tiffany's like, no, Mike. Quinn. Drugs. No, he's going. Oh my god! What? Yeah, I mean, not right now, but maybe later. That's so fun. A party favor when he's like a shot. We do this a lot. We're like Mike. drugs. So then he walks away. I'm like, Mike, he meant drugs, and he's like, Oh my god, are you serious? Are you serious? <laughs> I'm like, I, I literally came out with you. I love it. Um, what else? Oh, Red Power Ranger arrested COVID yeah, fraud for what? Like four hundred thousand dollars with the PVP loans. I think it was. Oh, bad news. Wow. Base. Breaking news, hot off the presses. Kevin Spacey charged in the United Kingdom. He was? Four more counts of... Shut the fuck up. Unwanted sexual penetration. So these are new... Mm -hmm. Stop. Yep. Yep. That came out today. Oh. And this one. 
Hold on to your socks. I know you're going to be shocked. I'm nervous. I'm nervous. Todd Crisley. Okay, gay. Gay. So he is? <laughs> yeah. He came out? No. Shut up. Where's my phone? He didn't come out. What happened? But. In- Tell me everything. <laughs> <gasps> I've been waiting for this. Oh, my God. I'm looking it up. In the fraud case, because you know they're, they're yes. out for fraud, his business partner, who they're trying to blame it all on, spilled the tea. That they had a year-long sexual relationship. <gasps> mm-hmm. He's like, oh, you want to you wanna try and take me down? Here you go, bitch. He said they were fucking for a year. <gasps> but who didn't know that? I mean, I who, mean come on, come Todd Christie. Come on, Todd Christie. You, you weren't fooling anybody. You know what was so annoying to me? So I used to listen to Coffee Convos with his daughter, Lindsay, and Cal Lowry from Team Mom. Yeah. And Lindsay, so she's... She's the one he was suing her. She was suing him. Like they don't talk anymore. They were suing defamation each other. or something, right? Yeah, something crazy. Yeah, because he claims that she's the one who turned them in for tax evasion or whatever. She said oh. she never did. It was like this big thing. Then he was blackmailing her because he claimed that he had a videotape on his like deer cam in his house of her having sex with Robbie from The Bachelor, and he was going to release it for everyone to see. <gasps> But I don't think it was true. Like, Robbie Bachelor's like, absolutely not. Like, we made out, but we didn't have sex. Like, whatever. But she was married. Anyways. So, but she would always say on the show, like, don't ask about my dad's sexuality. Like, he's straight. What do you guys think? Blah, blah. And I'm like, girl. Girl. I mean, I'm not trying to overhear and out anybody or shame them. But, like, let's be honest. Let's be honest here. Oh, my God. What? I was waiting for that to happen. Oh, I know. Like, Todd, just be who you are. You know, Maybe you're bi. Admit it. Yeah, and that's okay. That's fine. That's quite all I right. I bad for his wife. Hmm. Just because you cheated. Yeah. But whatever. Fair. Fair. Mm-hmm. Oh, my gosh. That was a lot to hit me with. I knew. I knew. <laughs> I can't even believe it. I'm so happy you told me that. <gasps> it's a good one. Uh Thank you. Thank you for bringing that to me. All right. I think that's a good place to stop. Yeah. I think that's, I don't think we can top that. Or bottom. Have a great day. Oh, guys. Or bottom it. Hey. (laughs) We'll see them. We'll talk to everyone before Pride. So I'll wait to say happy Pride. Oh, for sure. Yeah. But I hope everyone has a great weekend. Happy Memorial Day. Happy Memorial Day. Even though you're not supposed to say that. Oh. Okay. Have a great long weekend. (laughs) (laughs) Bye. Bye.